Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, make sure, by the way, we've got to get to the ramparts. The way you do that is to get involved, whether it's a parental rights group, Moms for Liberty, Moms for America whether it's to help as a poll worker or election judge, not just a poll watcher, you know, go to Cleta Mitchell's group over at CPI, learn how you go to these seminars, learn how you go qualify to be a, a inside the room counting the vote. Also canvassing boards. Peter Navarro says the canvas, not the count. They remember that from, from the Navarro report, go to a canvassing board anywhere, run for town council, run for county commissioner, run for state legislature. Do anything. Just get involved. PrecinctStrategy.com. Become a member of the Republican Party. These things don't cost you any money. You don't have to donate. It's all free. But right now, with 85 days ago, we need everybody to the ramparts. This is going to be one side's going to win, one side's going to lose. We've got the opportunity now to destroy the Democratic Party as a national political institution. If we do our jobs next week, this is not about strategy anymore. This is not about tactics anymore. This is just about simple execution. As General Sherman used to say, a simple plan aggressively executed. That's what we're doing here. Uh, and you can see the underlying economy. The people are going to be with us. You see Joe Scarborough at the top, all that nonsense. Oh, capitalism and limited government and balanced budget. It's all nonsense. That's all happy talk. That's just Republican country club blue blazers sitting around having cocktails. Happy talk. There's not going to be any more tax cuts. Okay. You can't pay for this thing in the first place because you don't have the stones to sit there and demand fundamental change. And the administrative state runs it, and the administrative state has to be taken apart. So it's not we're going to cut uh, two regulations for everyone. That that means, boom, you got to go in and deconstruct this. And you see they've weaponized their police state arm, the Justice Department and the FBI and uh, DHS, okay, because they've turned this into a police state between social media and what they've done with lawfare. And we're not going to back down on this. We're not going to back down at all. And that's why the situation in Mar-a-Lago is so important. And we're going to be at the tip of the spear of, of pushing this. We're going to try to get Tom Fitton on today. Tom Fitton's in court to release the affidavit. I guarantee you what the affidavit doesn't have in the opening paragraphs. The president told the people when they came down in June, if you have any other questions or requests, please come to me personally. Okay, please contact me right away. No, nope, I don't think that's going to be in there. We've seen that on the Pfizer warrants. But the signal is the economy is absolutely imploding, particularly for the working class, the working poor, and the poor in the middle class now. But, man, what's happening to the working class is absolutely stunning, and they are not going to vote for the people that are putting them into servitude. Steve Cortez, walk us through the math, sir. Steve, unfortunately, the evidence and the data point to a looming eviction and foreclosure crisis. And I lay all this out in my new article that is up on my Substack. And I quote, and this is the most damning statistic of all, as reported, by the way, by Bloomberg, not exactly a MAGA news outlet, but Bloomberg reports correctly that the Census Bureau just did a survey just a few weeks ago, and they determined that 40% of all people who are behind in either their rent or their mortgage, 40% of all those people, that's 5.4 million people, Steve, they believe that they're going to be evicted or foreclosed upon in the next two months. Let me say that again. 5.4 million people, according to the Census Bureau, as reported by Bloomberg, believe that they are going to be evicted or foreclosed upon in the next two months. That's how dire this situation is right now in the United States. So dismiss the happy talk that you'll hear from most of corporate media, from a lot of Wall Street, and certainly from the Biden White House. The reality on the ground right now, if we look at consumer confidence, if we look at the trend in repossessions of cars, and now if we look at this looming crisis of evictions and foreclosures, the, the, the situation on the ground is dire 
and it is absolutely worsening as Americans cannot cope with this crisis of inflation that has been created by Joe Biden. Now, why can't they pay their bills? Why are they this behind and why are they this pessimistic? Let's look at a few charts. The first one, chart number one here, is real incomes. Real incomes, that's year-over-year growth in real incomes. Real incomes, Steve, have been descending, as you can see for the folks who are watching on that chart, below zero for 16 months in a row. This most recent jobs report, which corporate media wanted to completely cheerlead, right, and fanboy because it was a decent headline number, guess what? Great that it's a decent headline number, but when you look at the actual earnings, minus 3%, meaning you're working every single day and you are getting 3% poorer every single day. That is the reality. Americans, even if their paycheck is increasing, it's not increasing nearly enough to keep pace with the vaulting, soaring Biden inflation. So real incomes have been descending for 16 months, putting Americans, especially working class ones, into an absolute economic vice. Now let's go to chart number two. This is also crucial. Why can't people afford particularly their mortgages? These are mortgage rates. This is a 30-year fixed mortgage rate. And I compare the Trump era to the Biden era. The Trump era, for those who are watching, is in yellow and the Biden era in blue on the right. We can see that under Trump, stable descending mortgage rates for basically the entirety of his four years in office. Even in periods like 2019, when we had a surging economy and incomes growing leaps and bounds in real terms, you still had stable and, and descending mortgage rates. The exact opposite under Joe Biden. Mortgage rates exploding while real wages crash. That is the reality faced right now by homeowners who simply can't afford. And again, 40% of those who are behind, 5.4 million people say they are going to be kicked out of their homes, either evicted from rent, from uh, their rental, or foreclosed upon if they are owners in the next two months. Now let's go to chart number three. Here's the double whammy. Not only are mortgage rates rising, Steve, but at the same time, and this is not how economics should work in a perfect world, we're far from perfect now, at the same time that mortgage rates are spiking, we have seen home values, the underlying value spike. That has created an affordability crisis. So this is from the National Association of Realtors. And Steve, that is a group that wants people buying homes, okay? So they don't like to present this kind of data. As a matter of fact, they do their best to massage the data the other way, okay? But even they can't, you know, they can't put lipstick on this pig. So this is the Housing Affordability Index of the NAR, the National Association of Realtors. It just hit, you can see the, the clear descending trend right there from the upper left to the lower right. And the unfortunate reality, Steve, is it just hit the lowest level of affordability since the 1980s, since we had sky high interest rates back in the 1980s. So this is the reality. This is the confluence of factors right now. All of it verified, by the way, unfortunately, by the New York Fed manufacturing survey out today that shows that the American economy is not just in a bad place, Steve. It is in a worsening place, meaning the deceleration is intensifying. That is the reality out there right now. Now, I don't uh, promote all of this or put this in front of the audience just to depress them. I mean, they do need to be prepared for what is very likely ahead for them. But I want to also activate and motivate people. I want people to be mobilized and encouraged that it can be fixed. Now, listen, I'll be the first to say, Steve, the hour is late, okay? Because unfortunately, when I look at, the, at, these, at these numbers, we are starting to near not just recession territory, but we're starting to near a place where we are actually at risk of tipping into depression. So the hour is late, and I want there to be immediacy and urgency out there among the deplorables. But having said that, I do believe that it can be fixed. And a massive part of fixing it is, are these elections that are in front of us. We have some important votes to make tomorrow. One last word I want to make on that point, you know, in case you think that perhaps I'm exaggerating, I'm being too dire in my prognostications. Jamie Dimon, the CEO of JP Morgan, no friend of MAGA, okay, not a patriotic populist. As a matter of fact, somebody who really in many ways exemplifies the oligarch class in the United States. Uh, and I cite this also in my article. This was reported by Yahoo News. He gave a private phone call, conference call for the wealthiest clients of J.P. Morgan, and that information has gotten out. And he said there are, quote, storm clouds. He also said this. This is fascinating from, from, uh, from Diamond. He said that there, are, there is a 40 to 60 percent chance of either a, quote, hard recession or, quote, something worse, something worse. So Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Diamond is saying 40 to 60 percent chance of either hard recession or, quote, something worse. Now, he didn't elaborate on something worse is, but I think we can yeah. read between the lines. The, 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 the key to this is this is what happens. Remember, he's CEO, probably one of the most, if not the most powerful, uh, you know, bank in the world, J.P. Morgan. 
This is their top clients. They get on these calls with the top. This is the inside baseball of the inside. You know, they're like in Hollywood. Right. There's always ropes within ropes within ropes. This yeah. is the biggest clients of JP Morgan, which is known as asset management for the wealthy. And he told them 40 to 60% chance of something far worse than the recession they're talking about. So take it from that. This analysis is, is, is brilliant. I, I want to get you back. If we can't get you on tomorrow, the next day, I want to talk about also how the credit cards, I mean, here's what's happening. Right. Food and energy itself are eating up so much of people's income that they, right. they're, they're, they're late on the car payment. They're late on the rent. They're late on the mortgage. It's the same thing with the small business. They can barely make payroll right right now, but they forego the rents. This is all converging into one big crisis, and you're going to see these guys. That's why they had the Keynesian stimulus last week of the orgy of spending. They're going to come back after the holidays with another send more COVID checks out. You watch. They're going to come back and right. say, this. the bottom's falling out of this. this. And all it is is going to print more money and just exacerbate the problem. That's ongoing. Steve Cortez, how do people get to the Substack? We've got the article up everywhere, but how do people get to your Substack? Yes. How do they get to your Newsweek piece and how do they follow you on social media? Yeah, please, uh, social media on the getter is the best place. I'm at Steve. And by the way, I'm going to be doing a live stream 4 p.m. Eastern time today on this topic and how it relates to tomorrow's election. So an election preview combined with more. I'm going to expound even more on this economic analysis. So please join me at 4 p.m. You can consider it an appetizer to the main course of Bannon's 5 p.m. war room. So please join me uh, only on getter at 4 p.m. You can also find me on Twitter at Cortez Steve. Steve Cortez, look for a scene at 4 We'll be watching and taking notes. Steve Cortez, absolute brilliant. Let's go. Peter, I think what I'd like to do, instead of going with your economic analysis, follow Cortez, I want to see, put your political hat on because you're still one of the most astute political guys around. Talk to me about Cortez is doing it as a preamble to the taking down two of the three dynasties, you know, McCain, Murkowski, and Cheney. Walk to me, walk me through what you found about this Wyoming situation, sir. Yeah, here's what I'm worried about, Steve. Um, a Herrera Butler, Joe Kent type scenario or a, a Kieran Robeson, Kerry Lake scenario. In both of those cases, what looked to be strong wins from MAGA turned into being nail biters because there's an initial flood of absentee ballots. Now, it would be highly ironic if Liz Cheney uh, we're found guilty tomorrow of trying to steal that election. But here's the evidence, and I think there's a pretty good circumstantial evidence. First thing I'm going to show you is a little chart where uh, Cheney's campaign was cautioned by the Secretary of State. It should, she should have got more than a slap in her wrist. She basically sent out like a slew of uh, absentee ballots uh, to people uh, pretending she was actually the official government. That's a real no-no in politics, uh, but that's what she did. She's put in um, uh, about $7 million into this get-out-to-the-vote thing. Here's, the, here's why it's concerning. What I'm putting up next is the, the receipts. We always do this, Steve. This is what it looked like in the primary in 2020. There were only 100,000 total votes cast in the Republican primary. To date, based on a campaign Cheney and Democrats have done, we've had 11,000 new Republican registrations in Wyoming, and most of those are likely to be Democrats who Cheney helped get. So again, Steve, what I'm worried about here is uh, if people don't, and I'm talking right now to the good people of Wyoming, game day. You gotta get out on game day and vote because Liz Cheney, the high and mighty Liz Cheney is doing everything she can to game the election process in Wyoming, steal the vote. This will be closer than the 30 points or more blowout that people are predicting. That's that's my sense here. Uh, God help us if Liz Cheney is able to steal this election, Steve. Okay, Peter, hang on. You've got some economic analysis source too. Dr. Peter Navarro, President Trump's uh, head of manufacturing and trade. We're going to take a short break. We're also then going to go after Peter. We're going to go to the border. There's a massive cartel war. And on the one-year anniversary of America's extraction from 20 years in Afghanistan, another failed state is here right on our southern border, the cartel war in Mexico. And Dr. Peter Navarro, all next in the war. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take 
You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. You can't get the products in big box anymore, but you can get them on the War Room. It's a site by going to MyPillow.com. Type in promo code WARROOM. You have the whole square right there. Everything, the buy one, get one's free. You got the amazing sheets on sale for 39 bucks. Got the classic pillow, 1988. I think you get a, a the bigger size. I think it's 2988. This is what Walmart kicked out, but you get access to it. All of the slippers, the moccasins, all of it. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Mike Lindell is going to be on this afternoon. We're going to talk about this incredible summit. Day one is going to be a going through from state representatives, exactly where we stay in the state's of elections being stolen and what we're doing about it to make sure that doesn't happen in November this year. And then the next day is Mike Lindell on the trial of the machine. So we'll see. He's going to have all types of information and technologists, all of it. So we'll start every day. We're going to do a special report on that as we run up to it. Um, I want to go back to Peter Navarro. Dr. Navarro, uh, Lao Beijing uh, is storming the banks in China and they got the tanks out, not in Tiananmen Square. They're not. This is not a political upheaval. It's an economic upheaval that will take down the CCP. Lao Beijing is going to the Bank of China, these other regional banks, and saying, hey, I want my money back. I want to get the cash out of my account. It's not an investment product. It's my savings account. I want my money. That's why they have the tanks outside. And today we understand why. Lao Beijing, the Chinese had a collapse in consumer and a massive miss in manufacturing. They understand exactly what's going on in their country, like working class people understand what's going on in the United States, and they don't want the state apparatus to stop them from actually getting their money. You've been on top of this from the beginning. And here's the thing, because of the, the coupling of these two economies, which we said was a Faustian pact we made with a gangster organization. No, that wouldn't be the Biden regime. That would be the CCP. The Biden regime, just a tributary state of that, that unless we decouple we're going to buy nothing but trouble for ourselves, sir. This is what you're seeing, Dr. Peter Navarro. All right, Steve, let's start with the fact that under the Biden regime, we've doubled down on buying China imports. Our trade deficit's over a trillion dollars now. What does that mean for China? <laughs> when, the, we, when the Biden regime triggers a recession here, it triggers a recession there, so they're panicking. But here's the bigger problem, Steve. Stagflation, remember, it's simultaneous recession and inflation. And the lesson we learned in the 70s, Gerald Ford in particular learned, is that you can't solve the problem with Keynesian tools, right? So China's about to go through the whipsaw. They're going to cut rates, but that's going to also spike, continue to spike the PPI, the inflation that's going to come back here. And they're going to go back and forth just like we're going to go back and forth here with the Fed raising rates and the Congress doing these stupid stimuluses. And this all leads to a wage price spiral 
where the wages never go up as fast as the price. Here you go. You got Cortez coming in here and telling us that real wages are falling significantly. This is not good news. The markets reacted negatively to it, as you would expect. Uh, but unless we get our, our handle around this, Steve, uh, we're going straight into the economic uh, stagflationary toilet. But Peter, aren't we, my fears were one or two moves and it might've been this build back better, you know, the infl the Orwellian named inflation control act uh, or inflation reduction act of last week. And, and, and if people didn't see it, Jonathan Carl trying to be very polite with the Zen master was a Jean Pierre yeah. yesterday on the, on the thing. He said, Hey, look, no offense. This is Orwellian name because the congressional budget office says it does nothing on inflation. And of course she immediately did her jujitsu which I think is brilliant because she totally doesn't answer the question and talks about the sound of one hand clapping in some totally unrelated area. Um, aren't we one or two moves? You know, you've been talking about stagflation for a while. We are in stagflation, which is recessionary environment with inflation. Yeah. Aren't we yeah. aren't, in your fear, particularly this China situation? Because China today, they hit the panic button and went back to the, the, the thing that always bails them out. Easy money, central bank, easy money, lessening credit, mm -hmm. And, and starting to starting to infuse, you know, try to put cash back into the system. So that and that that you tell that that's when they hit the panic button. Uh, aren't we one right. or two moves away? And it may be too late from something as Jamie Dimon's telling his clients something far worse than stagflation. Yeah. I mean, the global Python is basically uh, tightening its grip inexorably around us. If you look at the different parts of the globe, China, but you've got China, and now we know that they're, they're in recession, and yet they're having inflation. The next shoe to drop is going to be Europe, particularly when the winter comes, and they're suffering from the uh, energy shortages and, and gas price shocks that they're going to have. Latin America right now, we've seen a dramatic drop, a, a basically fall collapse of commodity prices. Latin America and Africa are going down that rat hole. And of course, here in the United States, um, we're being whipsawed. And I thought Cortez's analysis of looming evictions uh, and foreclosures was, was qu quite on point. So yeah, but but Steve, I mean, as bad as all of this is and as much as we have to do, the signal for me right now, the mission is taking back Trump's America by winning in November. If we don't win in November, we don't take back the House of Representatives. We can't ever begin to write the ship. We, we will not write the ship unless we, we take that first step. And that first step takes us to 2024. But first, do no harm. And the House of Representatives has to be controlled. Tell me, tell me, in order, party, in order to get to, no in order to get, in order to get to November, we need to win with MAGA candidates in Wyoming and Alaska tomorrow. We got Palin. Yes. Yes. They'll be the Key. congressman. We got Key. Kelly Chewbacca. They'll be in the Senate. And we got Hageman defeating Cheney. Cheney. Walk, Walker, Bruce audience Cheney's through trying to steal how, this, sir. how important this is to take down these, 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 dynasties that have run the Republican Party and held it as basically the controlled opposition to the radical Democrats. Yeah, yeah. Well, rumor has it that, that Karl Rove and Paul Wolfowitz were out walking precincts in Casper the other day, and they got ran down the street by a horde of people uh, who, who weren't buying what they were selling. I hope that attitude is true in the state of Wyoming. Um, the Bushies, the Cheneys, and the McCainites have been tremendously destructive to the cause of MAGA and Trumpism. And we've got to rid those strains, that evil strain of the rhino Republicans from Arizona, from Wyoming, and everywhere in between. And, and it so far, except for Georgia, the dominoes here have been falling pretty damn well. And um, I, But the problem is, Steve, the numbers I showed you in the last segment, Cheney's trying to steal this using the Democrats' stuff-the-ballot-box strategy with absentee ballots and getting Democrats to vote uh, for a Republican in Wyoming. So uh, folks in Wyoming, i got to say this again, please, game day voting. Just get out there and, and vote your conscience, and I think it's going to be against Liz Cheney and, and for Harriet. So go but, for but, it. But, 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 but here, for the MAGA out in Wyoming and the great citizens out there, here's why it's important. Uh if she doesn't get crushed, 
She's going to use that as her quote unquote springboard to run against yes. Trump in 2024. She's not going to be president, yeah, yeah. but the media is going to hold her up as Joan of Arc. So all you're going to do yeah. is have a constant, you know, Liz Cheney and all that, all that venom that comes from the, the war crimes family. So for patriots out there, game day. Well, I, yeah, I showed, I showed essential. you the receipts here, Steve. I'm very worried. There's only going to be a hundred thousand votes cast in this thing. Liz is already stuffed 11,000 Democrats into the Republican column so she can count on them. And she illegally sent out absentee ballot forms under a government imprint. I mean, that, she should have got more than a slap on the wrist. Liz Cheney, <laughs> you cannot pontificate on Capitol Hill anymore about fair elections when you pull that kind of crap in the state of Wyoming. Shame on you, Liz Cheney, but shame just rolls off the Cheney family like, you know what? Okay, uh, Peter, you've laid out a blueprint of how we're supposed to, how we can take the country back and what we need specifically as far as policy to change things. How do people get to the book? And I know you're breaking it down. I think we've got an ad we're going to play later in the show. Walk people through how they get access to your writings, social media, and particularly your new book. Sure. The Taking Back Trump's America book is, is critical because it's the blueprint and battle cry to get back the House of Representatives in November and then use that as a springboard to get Trump back in the White House in 2024. Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon. Go to either Amazon, but go to PeterNavarro.com because that gets you to, to get her the Twitter killer. I've restarted the Taking Back Trump's America podcast. There's a great new episode uh, today and you can get all the stuff you need there. Uh, from Peter, PeterNavarro.com, PeterNavarro.com, Taking Back Trump's America. Steve, this is a big day here, sir, and, and we got to get folks to vote MAGA tomorrow, and just game day is so important. Joe Kent proved that. Kerry Lake proved that. We don't want a nail-biter in Wyoming. Fincham, all of it. Uh, so it's uh, Eli Crane. Every day is game day now with 85 days ago. Dr. Peter Navarro, thank you very much. Can I play the can I play the MSNBC on the on do I have enough time to play MSNBC on the uh, on the on the cartel wars? They're late to the story, but let's play it. That's the hour in Mexico. There continues to be a wave of violence. The U.S. consulate in Tijuana instructed its employees to shelter in place on Friday. That shelter warning has since been lifted, but the State Department is still warning Americans that they should reconsider travel to Baja California. Okay, there's a cartel wars we reported with the indefatigable Oscar Blue Ramirez from Tapachula last week. There has been an arrest of a uh, one of the heads of the, this. A, it, it's a uh, a new cartel or cartel that's probably the most vicious of all. It has led to a cartel war on the southern border on the one year anniversary of the extraction and our retreat from Afghanistan, a true failed state is now on America's doorstep. That failed state would be Mexico. The cartels are in charge. We're going to go to our own Oscar Blue Ramirez of Real America's Voice and also the intrepid Ben Burkwam, who's heading to Wyoming now to cover the uh, the uh, election day in Cheney, Cheney versus Hageman. We're going to get to both of them about the cartel war in Mexico and hopefully not the United States of America next in the world. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views, and our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change, and that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. 
Public SQ. That's Public SQ, Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. There you have footage from our own Oscar Blue Ramirez. This is the situation in Mexico, our neighbor. You know, the apparatus has it spread all over the world, including putting massive amount of money and also troops forward deployed about a conflict over the Russian-speaking eastern border of Ukraine. And as we said from the beginning, there is a major war going on in what is about to be a failed state on our southern border. This is going to have massive implications in this country. You know, the first year in Afghanistan, this is why we have to throw the neocons and neoliberals out. Because what they want us to be is all over the world. And what we're saying, we need to take care of business here first. And also to help assist the, the hardworking and great people in Mexico that are now under the gun by this cartel, this cartel war. I want to go to Oscar Blue Ramirez. We're going to keep some of the footage up. Oscar, it exploded. You reported the first days of it last week when, when everything was on fire. The cars were on fire. Walk us through exactly what's happened. We got Ben Burkwan. Ben is heading to Wyoming to cover tomorrow game day in the Hageman versus Cheney. Uh, we're going to bring him in a second. But, Oscar, set the stage. What is exactly going on in Mexico right now that even MSNBC and the cheerleaders of the Ukraine war are forced now to cover this? And they're late, as always, Mr. Bannon. As always, we are first to give you this kind of news. It started this past week, Mr. Bannon. It started in four states. Guanajuato was the first one on Tuesday, and then it escalated to Jalisco burning cars and boarding automobiles as a message from the CGNG cartel to the government to tell them we are here and we're not going to let you govern us. We are the ones that we are govern going to govern the peace of the Mexican citizens. Then it escalated to the border city of uh, Ciudad Juarez that connects to El Paso, Texas. That was a Black Thursday where tragedies happened. 11 lives, 11 innocent lives, Mr. Baden, were, were taken away. These uh, brutal uh, criminals shoot at people randomly outside of the streets, and also they burn multiple cars. But on Friday, around 5 o'clock in the evening in Tijuana, they started burning more automobiles over here, as sending a message directly to the government. Until now, the statistics, Mr. Bannon, more than 30 vehicles have been burned in Tijuana and in the, also in the municipal cities around Tijuana, that is Ensenada, Mexicali. More than 350 military men arrived on Saturday to support the government of Mexico. But the most sad thing about this, Mr. Bannon, is that around 8 or 9 o'clock in the evening on that particular Friday, uh, public transportation was suspended, businesses were closed, and a curfew was put by the citizens to stay home because they were afraid of retaliation of the cartel by taking over into the Mexican citizens. One thing that is breaking news and nobody else has it. Right now, the government of Mexico has taken over nine arrests. Out of the nine arrests, four of them has been transferred to City of Mexico to be judged on the first time in history, Mr. Bannon, for the first time that they're going to be charged on the on the grounds of terrorism. For the first time in history, Mexico is going to be putting grounds of terrorism on four criminals, on four individuals that have been taken away the peace from the Mexican citizens. This is a complete attack on the Mexican citizens. It's a complete attack of our peace, of our freedom. And it is the most aggravated thing is that it's next door to the United States of America, sir. Okay, uh, just for our audience, uh, CGNG is a cartel that's known for hyperviolence, correct? And there was this confusion last week about was the senior guy arrested and AMLO came out, but week before he said they have human rights too. Walk us through the difference of what's happening at the presidential level with the cartels and what's happening at the at the regional level with the cartels, because it seems to be two different ways they're fighting. It seems to me that almost the regional people, are, are, you know, officials are taking this to the cartels more than the, the national officials. What, what is your perspective on that? And who actually rounded up these four and actually going to bring them uh, bring them up on charges of terrorism? Yes, sir. Uh, this started uh, when the uh, in a particular place in Michoacan and Guerrero, the CGNG started attacking the peace of the citizens. And uh, the CGNG retaliated against the National Guard, and they ran them out of the towns. Then the next day, the, the President Ablo said uh, they also have humanitarian rights also, these leaders of cartels. So we need to talk to them. We need to negotiate with them. After that, the CGNG was on a rampage. 
uh, you know, practically the president authorized them to do whatever the hell they want. So uh, the government had to do something. They arrested four leaders of this, you know, particular bilingual criminal, uh, you know, organization. And after that, the retaliation of the CGNG, multiple cargos have been detained that were directed to this particular cartel, sir. There were uh, multiple tons of, uh, you know, of fentanyl that they were detained on the coast of the Gulf of Mexico, also in Yucatan, also in Tapachula, Chiapas, also in the coast, uh, going a little bit more up north into Matamoros. They have been multiple tons of fentanyl being detained, multiple tons of cocaine being detained. And this is a message from them to the government to say, you released our leaders, you released the people that they have been detained, or we will retaliate against the population. And also you release the cargo that it has been detained. And ultimately that has, that has been the reason that it has happened. And in terms to the four people that they have been detained, the government of Baja California started the investigations on Saturday night. And after they started the investigations, nine people have been arrested. Those nine people are being investigated and also ultimately being detained. Out of the nine people, four of them have been immediately transferred to the city of Mexico under the grounds of terrorism. This is the first time in history that Mexico has taken the decision and the government of Mexico has taken the decision to punish people under terrorism. And there's no other reason why, Mr. Bannon. The reason is because if Mexico doesn't punish this as terrorism, the United States will do something about it or international organizations will do something about it. And that is the only reason why the president of Mexico is doing that. I want to make sure everybody in the audience understands something. What happened on Thursday and Friday was not like in Kabul, 12,000 miles away. When you heard Juarez, that's a suburb of El Paso. It's, a, it's, a, it's right there, right? If you hear Tijuana, that's San Diego. This is essentially happening in San Diego, California, and El Paso, Texas. There's just a there's just that 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 border crossing right there. This is happening in San Diego, California, in El Paso, Texas, not in the Donbass, not in Af not in Afghanistan, not twelve thousand miles away or eight thousand miles away. This is essentially in suburbs, in suburbs of major American cities like El Paso, Texas, in San Diego, California. Uh, hang on for one second, Oscar. I'm gonna go to Ben Burkwan. Ben's actually in Central California, heading up to Wyoming. Ben, this has crossed the line. First of all, people should know, as bad as the cartels are, they usually try to keep it among law enforcement officials or people that are other criminal activity. When they start randomly shooting civilians in Juarez, when they start burning things in Tijuana, they're sending a signal, they're going next level, that this war is going to expand. And I want to reemphasize, this is happening basically in El Paso, Texas, and San Diego, California. Ben Burkwam. Yeah, Steve, uh, to go along with that, we just obtained video this weekend down in Arizona, and I, I want to show you this. I'm going to break it down into three separate clips. Uh, this is shocking. It's uh, never before seen breaking on War Room. The first video you're looking at is of a cartel bunker. The, the cartels are amassing on our border. They have permanent uh, Ford operating bases on our border. This is right across the border where the wall ends between Sasabi and Nogales, Arizona, where they have bunkers, cartel bunkers, strongholds, uh, where they're doing their operations, bringing their drugs into America. Uh, right down the way, now you can see on top of this mountain, that's where the, the, the main cartel is. It's the Sinaloa cartel. You're talking about the CGANG, which basically goes around this cartel in Tijuana uh, over to um, uh, El Paso. But these guys, it's the same level of violence. These guys are just evil. And it's all being brought to you because of Joe Biden and the open borders left. Just down the way, we have other video of another cartel bunker. This was a warring faction that was actually taken over by the first group that you were looking at. Uh, this was blown up. This was a war. They went in. We actually, uh, the, the uh, Tim Foley of Arizona Border Recon witnessed a firefight between these two organizations where the, the one on the top, the high ground ended up going over and taking out the guys on this lower level. And the third video I want you guys to see is the trail cams that lead directly in from this cartel, the Sinaloa cartel, from wow. these high points wow. onto American soil. These are the cartel members armed, heavily armed, uh, well-funded, well-fortified, bringing drugs and people onto American soil. We believe the first person that was in that train of people was a hostage. His hands were tied behind his back. Uh, we believe that those drugs were taken from the, the other cartel that they had just taken over. They had just blown up their, uh, their bunkers. This is happening. This is a war. America is at war. We're just losing it. We don't even know it's happening. And this is we're coming not losing it. We're not losing. We're not losing it. We're not. We're not participating. We're not even in fighting it. It. Is, it's, it's like the CCP's right. at war with us. The the cartels 
the, the cartels basically control Mexico. And now they're expanding and saying, hey, we're, we're, we're going to have unlimited fentanyl through, unlimited people through. And if any of the Mexican authorities try to yep. stop this, they're shooting civilians down there. They're burning things. As Oscar just reported, they've rounded up a couple of for domestic terrorists. Where are the troops? You finally had Ducey. After in your footage, it's interesting. You're down there. People know you're down there. You're shooting this stuff. People are leaking this stuff to you. Ducey announces he's putting the cargo container. I'm gonna build a wall. Yeah, it doesn't have. That's totally unrelated to Kerry Lake winning the Tuesday before. Trust me, it's totally unrelated right. to Kerry Lake winning. Now they're all gonna get serious. <laughs> the Biden administration sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine, billions of dollars for the defense of the Ukrainian sovereignty, their border, right? This this in Russian speaking territory, their border. On the southern border in El Paso, Texas, and San Diego, California, you have a major war that's breaking out right now. And if you don't think it's going to cross over from the suburbs of El Paso and San Diego into the United States proper, you're kidding yourself. You see right there, Ben Burkwam's in Arizona. Look at the footage. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead, Ben. It, it already ha- it, it, it already has. We have people dying in America every single day from this war. As you mentioned, it's already going on, and it's being invited by Joe Biden and the open borders left. That is why these elections are so critical. It's very simple. The solution is simple. Uh, re- reenact uh, Trump's remain in Mexico policy, and we do as... As uh, Carrie Lake has said she will do, as President Trump, I believe, will do if he's back in office, we declare these organizations as terrorist organizations. We put our military, we stop sending a dime to Ukraine. We take our military and stage them on our border. You could take them exactly where I was, on the border where the wall ends in Arizona, wow. where I can... I was looking hey. at the cartel members hey. as as they're as they're coming across. Hold, hold we it, could ben. do that seal and the, stop uh, them. Hold on. Seal, seal the border and remain in Mexico. But the other thing is interdiction... Work with deep, deep interdiction into Mexico of the cartels. Absolutely. Smoke them out. Absolutely. Smoke them out down there. Every one of every one of these high points. Every one of these high points should be taken off the map. Uh, This is this is a terrorist operation working into America. And we have the ability. That is why tomorrow is so critical. That's why these primary elections are so critical and why the the election, the midterm elections in November are so critical uh, for the success of America and the world. It all ties together. We know you can't go and fight our cartel, but what you can do is empower the people that will. You got to go precinctstrategy.com. I need everybody to the ramparts. Put your channel changer down and go to the ramparts. Ben, you're heading up to Wyoming to take down, to be there for the takedown of one of the big neocon, neoliberal uh, dynasties in the Cheneys. Uh, give us uh, your social media, sir. I'll be there tomorrow. Stay tuned. I'll be on, on War Room with you guys. Uh, Liz Cheney has to go down while she's there investigating you, sir, and the, and the patriots of America for January 6th. Uh, she's allowing our country to be destroyed from within. It's all connected. We'll be doing it. Uh, FrontlineAmerica.com, AmericasVoice.news, and at Ben Burkwam on all social media. We're going to try to get Ben back on at 5 o'clock, too, with an update on the cartel war, even if it's by phone as he hurdles across up to Wyoming. Uh, we're going to take a short commercial break. I'm going to return to Tijuana and Oscar Blue Ramirez. Also have Liz Yor. Atlantic Magazine has come out with a piece that says one of the most insidious weapons in this whole effort of the MAGA movement is the rosary of the Catholic Church, that it leads it's a weapon for the rise of Christian nationalism. All next in the world. Everything's just beginning But the games you want to play Bring it on and I will fight to the end Just watch and see It's all started Everything's begun And you are over Cause we're taking down the CCP Spread the word all through Hong Kong We will fight till they're all gone we rejoice- The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now okay welcome back PrecinctStrategy.com doesn't cost you a penny. None of these things do. Just go. You can sign up for it, become part of the Republican Party, or go to any of the different sites on, and we'll put them up all on our Getter account and all in our different chat rooms and on warroom.org. Uh, 
Just go there today, volunteer, become a part, commit. Action, action, action. 85 days to go to the most important midterm since 1862. Be part of history. I want to go to Oscar Blue Ramirez down in Tijuana. The, the, the uh, violence against civilians is, shows you what the cartels do when they're going next level. This is a war. It's going to be brutal. The United States is going to have to participate. This is also why overwhelming numbers of Hispanic Americans will vote for us. If we show them that they, 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 live, in ter- they live in fear of, of these monsters and the cartels. If whoever stands up and shows them we will protect you from that, we will eradicate that, is going to have 75 or 80% of the Hispanic vote. 75 or 80% of the Hispanic vote. Not only is it the right thing to do for our nation, not only is it the right thing to do to help the Mexican people, not only is it the right thing to help our country, it is the right thing politically. Uh, Oscar, give us a, one more time, give us a, a summary of what's going on. Down there, we're going to have you back on to start the show at 5 o'clock to find out more about the terrorism charges, sir. Sir, and the most, and the most uh, you know, unbelievable thing is that you got a, a city that, it was suffered, that suffered this horrible and terrorist attacks on Thursday that is like the city of Juarez, and you have incompetent leaders of Congress in, uh, in El Paso, Texas, like Veronica Escobar, that border security, they believe that is second, uh, you know, that is not important, that border security is not that important, that more that the other topics are are more important that, uh, you know, as sending money to Ukraine as, you know, the, all these uh, genders and all this kind of situation that is happening in the United States. But border security is not important. And you see what is happening on the other side of the spectrum, on the other side of the border, ultimately also in Tijuana, the violence, the way that it has increased enormously, uh, you know, due to this horror and, ter- and terrorist attacks and terrorist attacks. And let's see what the authorities will do today, sir. The gov- We are expecting the governor of Baja California to speak about, you know, who are the direct uh, individuals who are attacking the Mexican citizens and who are putting the threat on, on our yeah. insecurity, sir. And that's not only in the border that it connects and also to the United States of America, sir. The three, the three, look, Juarez is a suburb of El Paso, right? Massive city right now, right there. Tijuana is a suburb of San Diego. And what Ben Burkwam showed you in, 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 in Nogales, that's essentially Tucson. Okay. Yeah, it's 40, but it's my point. It's right here in America. Don't think because these are Mexican cities this is somehow removed. This is not the Donbass. This is not Odessa. This is not Kabul. This is not Kandahar. This is the United States of America right here, as we said. And that's where it's got to be defeated. Uh, Oscar, give us your social media and how they get to you on Real America's Voice until you come back here at 5. Yes, sir. Uh, Oscar Blue on Getter, Oscar Blue on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, OscarBlueRamirez.com, and, of course, sir, uh, Real America's Voice News, sir, uh, uh, dot com, sir. Thank you for the invitation, sir. Thank you, brother. See you back here this afternoon. I want to go to Liz. Yuri. Liz, thank you for carving out uh, today on uh, the Feast of the Assumption. But The Atlantic uh, had an article over the weekend how the rosary, the Holy Rosary, is now a, a lead weapon in the, uh, in the rise of Christian nationalism and is actually incredibly dangerous and a symbol uh, to be used for dangerous people. Liz, your Yeah, see, the left doesn't recognize the terrorism at the border, our southern border, but calls this, the rosary, a symbol of religious radicalism. He even called um, it the AR-15 of the Christian nationalists, the rosary, which is, you know, the holy... Um, sacramental of the Catholic Church, um, but this is this is wh- what they're doing. Donald Trump is enemy number one, and his troops, the traditional Catholics and Christians, are are also enemy number one. I anticipate because based on this article, now it's a Canadian author. You know, you'll recall last week Pope Francis was up in Canada. He was silent about all the the 60 burning Catholic churches in in Canada, but he called traditionals, he called them backward, restorationists. He continues to trash traditionalists. I believe he's been read in by the left globalists to take down, try to take down, and this they're afraid of us. It's pure and simple. And they call they call us radical traditionalists and can and really try and consider that the rosary is equal to an AR-15. 
And, you know, this is, um, you know, one of the things I think we're going to expect is that anybody who posts rosaries or talks about rosary rallies or the prayer of the rosary is going to be canceled um, in our culture and in social media. Um, they And they're signaling, I believe, the persecution, the oncoming persecution of Catholics. They must be demonized. They must be marginalized. And now they're going to be criminalized. And they are doing this with the full faith and backing of, as as our friend Ben Harnwell says, Pope Francis. Um, to call the rosary an extremist symbolism, I think, is a, is a declaration of war by the left. Um, I think, you know, we should take it as a badge of honor. Um, but they are criminalizing our faith. We're going to see more and more of this. I would say to Catholics yeah. and to yeah. traditional Catholics, they're scared of you. Um, so now, uh, they're petrified. Here's the buried lead in it was that they're they're very worried that evangelicals and Catholics are putting away their 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 doctrinal differences to unite to try to save the nation. And this is what their fear is that evangelicals and traditional Catholics are going to are going to come together and, and you're right it's demonization, marginalization, criminalization. Remember, the thing that upset them most is that symbolic the combat rosaries from World War 1 and World War 2. That's what drove this guy over the edge. These combat rosaries that are used on these sites which were our servicemen going to give their lives for their nation wanted to have a rosary with them. Liz, we got to bounce. I know you're busy today with assumption uh, the Feast of the Assumption. Can you please give us uh, your social media so people can keep track of you? I'm Elizabeth Yore on all social media, and my website is yourchildren.com. All Marxist revolutions begin with targeting the Catholics. Absolutely. Uh, Liz, thank you very much. they got to destroy the family, and they have to destroy religion. Remember, that's the first two things they come after. And Liz is absolutely right. Demonization, marginalization, criminalization. This is the route they go. Pretty, Their playbook's pretty straightforward, but we know how to combat it. Fear not. We'll see you back here in the war room at 5 o'clock today. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.